0: Storygram Network.
1: Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at transistor.fm. Hello, we are the Sonoma Community Center podcast, a place of creativity, connection, and community. We highlight the artists, teachers, and the community that come through the doors of our historic brick building, often called the heart of Sonoma. We share local tips and shout-outs to our home, Sonoma Valley. And we are your hosts, Molly Spencer.
0: And Ardo Diaz.
1: We are the engagement team of the Sonoma Community Center. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Good morning! Gee. Good
0: morning, good morning, Molly and Takeshi.
1: Yeah, man, behind the scenes, Takeshi is over here. Thank you for Takeshi. I'm just big shout out for I making know. us sound decent. This guy's, this guy's
0: always open. You know, anytime you're like, hey, Takeshi, we got this thing going on. You want to come? He's like, yeah,
1: yeah. You need recording, podcast recordings, any of your recording needs, mixing needs. That's Takeshi Lewis.
0: If you're filming a, a movie and you need a microphone guy. That's Takeshi Lewis. Lewis. Yes, sir.
1: Glitch unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, here we are, Gerardo. It is August morning and it's it's not bad now, but I'm telling you, I called it on our last podcast. First week of school, hot, hot A-H.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Super, super hot, melting. (sighs) Right? And of course, my son is like, my six, seven years, like, hey, you want to go to the pool? I'm like, sure, let's go. Why not? I can never say no to pool, to be honest.
1: Wait, you did say that. Yes, that's a whole nother conversation about your idea with pools. But I'm with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll throw my suit in. I see what you're Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The butt
0: juice water, I call it. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: This is not starting off in a good way. We might need Takeshi's services to really cut this. (laughs) (laughs) But first things, hey, so special guest this morning. Yeah. It's you. It's me, Diaz.
0: one eye guy. Yeah, one-eyed G.
1: I am super <laughs> excited. <laughs> I know. So this might get a little off track, folks, but here we are in August, and the reason we're kind of not only the reason is you always have great stories, so I'm All super excited to. <laughs> And I'm also going to work on not saying super so much. That's my repetitive word that I Debar. found that I said all the time. It could be turned into a drinking game. How much times I say super fun.
0: We'll <laughs> be drunk here. Uh,
1: today, we're going to talk about your story.
0: My story. Where
1: you came from, how you got here, ties as a community center, all of it. Uh, and one of the reasons is we, we have hours. Hispanic Heritage <laughs> yeah, Month coming do. up in September. Am I right?
0: Yep, yeah, for sure. We have a busy month. So you you want me to start just telling yeah. you uh, yeah, the tell things us. that we're... So my name is Jose Gerardo Diaz Lerma. That's my full name. And I'm from Mazatlan, Sinaloa.
1: Yeah. You were born there?
0: I was born in Mazatlan. And yes.
1: just like thinking on the back, like before you were there, is your family like generations from the same area in Mazatlan? Uh,
0: so my... Grandpa uh, descended from Germany. So, like, his okay. parents, they're all from Germany.
1: Is that a big German contingent yeah, so, kind of so down there? Yeah, so
0: Mazatlan has a big German community, too. If you guys don't know, the Beer Pacifico, yeah. it was actually three German brothers who funded.
1: No. Yeah. I feel like you mentioned that, but I learned something new yeah, every so, single time. And
0: also banda, like the music that we have, is a mixture uh, between, like, Mexican music and polka. And, and polka. all polka. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I could hear the ties. Yeah, you know, they have definitely like the tuba, boom,
0: boom, you know. Yeah, so. you can hear.
1: When, in my neighborhood, I can hear that a lot. Yeah. It was funny. We'd have, like, Little Switzerland down the street with polka in the day. <laughs> yeah. And then, it was just, I, I mean, there. it's lively, you know. Didn't you work at Little and Switzerland? I did. I
0: watched dishes there. For yeah. Them, you know? They were pretty cool people, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were Portuguese, I believe. The Is that right? Yeah.
1: Huh. I'll have to find out. The Uh, son is is a
0: famous here. I think he sells houses.
1: Dan Castleham. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to ask him. He was actually on our podcast. That's a fun episode listening to him, how he got screamed to come here and be filmed. So small ties. It's a small town. But tell us more. Tell us more about home. So I grew
0: up there with my grandma and my grandpa, which was really cool. Two of the best people. And my grandma used to have a little tiny I would use it like a shed where she used to sell food right in front of the Pacifico Brewery was a block away from my house. The big, big Pacifico Brewery.
1: The brewery was pretty established at that time. right? Yes.
0: Yes. So my my grandma had like super busy all the time. She used to sell food, shave ice and Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So I grew up there with her like selling. And then like on the weekends, she used to like sell tamales. And I used to go. I was like five and I used to go in the streets and sell tamales. I'm surprised nobody's kidding kidnapped me, you know, and sold my organs or something. Wait, were
1: you that cute? Were
0: no, cute no, no. Kid? I was like a little chubby kind of kid all the oh, time, no, you know? Oh, no, you'd be cute
1: to steal. Yeah, it was, Sorry, it was, that's terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to get little then pictures a little too. I do G. have a,
0: a really good story. So when I was little, I was always been like a, almost like Daniel the Menace, you know? I was always like really always doing tricks and stuff. So I remember hmm, my cousin. This is cousin, reminding
1: me of your son. We'll yeah. get there. Yeah, 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 Leo. yeah.
0: <laughs> so I remember me and my cousin we were playing and we saw the guy who delivered bread. In Mexico, they have a truck who delivers all these breads to all these stores. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, the concha, you know, so I want to eat a little piece of bread. And I remember my cousin's like, go, go, go. So I went in the, in the truck and I went all the way in the back to get the bread. And the guy closed the door on me. He didn't know I was in there. He just closed the door and took off. So my cousin is running, like, yelling. I can hear <laughs> yelling, like, stop, stop, stop. So then my cousin goes to my aunt. He's like, hey, he went in there to get a bread and cut the door. Now he's like, so then my uncle, they had to go and talk to the person. She's like, hey, what deliveries? Where is he going? What's the route? So they were just looking for the guy. Until they find me, man! I got a beating that day from everyone. I got a beating from my aunt. (laughs) I got a beating from my grandma, Uh and then and then I went and cried to my grandpa. My grandpa slapped me
1: too. (laughs) So (laughs) actually, my belly was temporarily. Stolen?
0: Yeah, I was. I so was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: He was like, that scares the Jesus out oh, of everybody. I, for me, it
0: was a joy ride I was eating bread the whole oh. time I was in there. Every time he he opened the door, I was I hide in the back. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get know, caught.
1: I, I don't know why this is feeling like you familiar with Curious George stories. <laughs> Curious George, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Gerardo, that's, that's that me. sounds I was, like you.
0: I feel now that I look back, I feel bad for my grandma because yeah. my they switched me. I think in third grade, they switched me like four times in a different school. Because I, I just... <laughs> really I was a menace. menace. Yeah. I used to bring like water guns and then shoot at the boat when they were hot. And the boats used to explode. Bah, bah,
1: bah. Well, I don't think you were alone. I'm not going to name any names because I'm going to have them on a future podcast and he can tell the story. But right here at the community center, when it housed the Boys Club, before it was even the Boys and Girls Club... Mm-hmm. There's a couple of brothers that grew up around the store corner, same menace community center shooting out light bulbs, things it would do the windows. I'm all, <laughs> oh, now it comes out. All the bad yeah. stories. But you know, boys are boys, kids are kids. And one thing that I'm super familiar is, I don't know if everybody knows this around here, but, or has ever listened to our podcast before, maybe they'll find out.
0: You love food. i do and it's because of my grandma and it's because of your grandma yeah my grandma was really heavy on food and she never played around when it comes to dinners there was like big dinners when we had money there was times where we didn't have money and one of the things that i always said and i always tell this story is one of my neighbors she knew when we didn't have any money we wouldn't come out of the house and her house her kitchen it was like right next to maybe my grandma's patio. So we used to go to sleep early because we didn't have anything to eat. Yeah. So I used to mm-hmm. smell the chorizo. She used to cook chorizo. Uh. And I was just like, oh, chorizo. And I remember my grandma was like, go to sleep, go to sleep. Tomorrow will be a different day. And I remember hearing my neighbor going, calling my grandma. My, my grandma's name was Amalia. And she's like, Amalia, send Gerardo to come and eat chorizo. And you too. And my grandma was so proud. She was like, no, no, no. So oh. You go, you go, oh. you
1: go.
0: I'll stay here, and I didn't want to go because she wouldn't eat anything. So I'm like, yeah, no, no. All, I'm like, the, let's go. We've
1: both been invited. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I used to go eat a little bit and then save some for her, and then I used to bring it to her. But that's why chorizo for me is one of the best things because it reminds me of uh, her name was Rosario. We used to call him Chara, uh. so Chara was like she was the 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 lady man she, I, I miss still her.
1: down there was she yeah yeah she's
0: still down there she was young and she's actually was my mom's age they were friends when my yeah, mom yeah. pretty much so
1: now is your grandmother still alive no
0: she left. okay yeah my grandma had a stroke here really okay. funny my grandma was, was one not of those funny but, well, it was <laughs> really funny that uh, they told her was well, she would never walk or speak again okay here. Yeah, And she spent like three months here. And I remember she just wanted to go back to her home because where she lived, she used to have mango trees, guava trees. And every day at 5 a.m. in the morning, she used to get up and and water everything. So she missed that routine. So we took her back. And guess what? She started walking and talking Mm -hmm. again. Of course. With no medicine. Nothing. She pretty much went down there to die. That's what she wanted. She wanted to die in her home. But... Yeah, A, I think she she survived like twenty more years after twenty. Yeah,
1: wow. Yeah, so yeah, there's something to be said of just being where you want to be, where you got to do. Do yeah, it on your own time. She's my, like, my card is not up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not done.
0: Yeah, she was pretty cool. I, uh, you know, uh, I didn't get to say goodbye to her, but uh. it was really fun and when my my cousin when she died, they went through her stuff and and her Bible. The only picture she had in there, it was my picture when I was a little kid.
1: So you really were a cute little kid.
0: Well, the thing is, when we didn't have any money, I used to go and work and try to bring some food back. And then we, we needed money. She used to make like empanadas or like tamales. And I was the guy who was out there selling it for, you know, to make that money.
1: Yeah. So, oh, I man. was there, you know, oh, your grandma sounds just amazing. She was
0: pretty cool. My grandma never believed any, even though it was my fault all the time. She never believed anybody except me. She was like, No, I believe him. I'm Does like, she have
1: yeah. a little nickname for you?
0: My nickname is Hera because yeah. it's short for Gerardo, it's Hera.
1: Hera? Hera, yeah. Yes. So okay. Get ready for uh, that. She, she
0: was pretty cool. And I tell you, when I came to the United States, she actually had a visa to come in, mm-hmm. but she decided to jump the border with me because I didn't have one.
1: Oh, you came with your grandma? Yeah. Backing up. What brought you to the moment where it's like, it's time to go. I'm going to go to the States. I I think it
0: was mostly her that she was tired of me. It was too much. It was, it it wasn't her responsibility at all. In Mexico, it's really hard to get a job when you're, where you're in that, um, fifties. So, and she was just like, I can't do this. I just want to rest. Like she had to work. She had to get a job so she can take care of me because she couldn't make it with what she get from my grandpa. She had to get another income just to take care of me so pay for stuff, you yeah. know. So I think for her it was like, "I'm done. Like this is not mine. this is your mom's responsibility." So let's let's I'm sure take that's not there. an
1: easy decision. I mean, there's a lot of grandparents that are raising children. Yeah, especially everywhere. You get older, you get tired, yeah. and it's kind of like your time. So I'm sure that wasn't an easy decision
0: for her. When she did bring me here, she I think half her like life also died because. I wasn't there for her anymore. Yeah. She used to write me because back then there was no cell phone. So she used to write me letters all the time, all the time. I used to get letters Aww. from her. She was pretty cool.
1: How old were you when uh, you when decided I came here, to? I do... here,
0: so they left me when I was two. So I started with her when I was two. Mm-hmm. And then she brought me here when I was almost 10.
1: Okay. Because now, time for you to get a job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, like, I understand the opportunities and that sort yeah, of thing.
0: Yeah, I remember selling everything. We had all these stuff for like school and stuff. So yeah. no, I didn't sell them. We just gave them away. We gave them away. And we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to the United States. We thought it was for sure. It was really funny. So when we got <laughs> to like the border, I remember that we needed to cross. And I remember we crossed the first. It was super easy back then. Uh-huh. We crossed the border and we're in, the, in this little shopping center. And it was a kiosk right there. And we were sitting there waiting for the coyote to come and get me. And I remember I was like telling my grandma, I'm like, my mom lives over there. Let's go over there. I was so excited that I wanted to see my mom that I thought my mom lived and it was in Nogales, so that means Arizona. My mom was in California.
1: So you crossed over in and we Arizona. Crossed in
0: Arizona <laughs> and and when we crossed, I, I really? was so
1: anxious. I'm like, my mom I is- mean how would you know? You're ten, you're nine. Yeah. You haven't I seen just, anything any, beyond yeah. the world of your own little world, your yeah. own little village. So it's right there. Yeah, I no, thought it was
0: just right there. I'm like, grandma, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. She lives like down the streets there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and then mean, my, my grandma was like, she's like, come down, come
1: down. They're going to get us. You know, you know how down, kids are down. when you're yeah. traveling. Are we there yet? Are yeah, there, yeah, 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 Are Pretty we much. there yet? Are we there yet? And then, they have no concept of <laughs> how end, far we, things we are get, apart.
0: We, we end up getting caught. So, and then they send uh-huh. us back. We crossed like three times and they caught us and then we went back and at the last one, we didn't have any money, and I remember my grandma was like, we don't have any money to cross, like, we don't have any money to pay the Coyote, and it was only like $150 back in that time. Okay. So. Just like the 80s? 90s. And I remember my grandma, uh, there was a neighbor, there was uh, some people there, and she's like, hey, can you do guys do me a favor? Can you guys let us borrow your kitchen so we can make tamales, so we can sell them in the line uh-huh. outside the border, and we can Get across. across. And they're like, yeah, sure. So they let us borrow their kitchen and then they give us money so we can make tamales. And I, my job was just to go out there and sell the tamales to the tourists and people who are walking around for, I think it was like two for a dollar or something back then. Yes. You know? So we made enough money to get for the coyote and that's how we crossed too.
1: That being said, I'm sure it's not your own story, but that if it used to be easier to cross, I guess what I'm trying to say is just the determination if you're doing it At least three times like that did not deter your grandma. It didn't deter you. You just keep on going until it actually works. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it got hotter. Uh, Like the first time was we just open a a fence.
1: Yeah. And
0: we just walked in to the United States and that was it. Uh huh. The second time we actually had to jump the fence, a big fence. You and your grandma. Me and my grandma. But for me, when I was 10, for me, it was just like a playground. My grandma actually hurt her knees. She had to get surgery. It was pretty bad. For yeah, her. I can't
1: imagine jumping a fence yeah. at this age. <laughs> yeah.
0: So and then we remember we took a bus and then we took the airplane. We landed in San Francisco and then one of my uncles uh, picked us up and drove us to my mom's house, which it was here in Sonoma at uh, Waterman Street by Parsons. Yeah,
1: right. And that, I know we exactly came and, and I
0: remember my uncle telling my mom is like, oh, they didn't make it. Sorry, they went back to Mexico, and she was crying and they we're like, we're here. Oh, a that's a I know' <laughs> dirty
1: surprise. But, the, you know, that's kind of true to your personality. You must yeah. get that from your uncle. Yeah, you yeah, love yeah. to make a good dry
0: <laughs> joke. But yeah. it's So, so it how here. did
1: they pick out Sonoma? It was like funny. So my and mom
0: and my uncle came first. Okay. And for some reason they land. Oh, my uncle was in a church and there was like a, I don't know what kind of church. A Christian church, I think. And his congregation was here in Sonoma. Okay. So there used to be people who used to go from here to Mazatlan. And then when my uncle wanted to come here, they're like, Oh, let's go to Sonoma. There's the congregation there. So he came to Sonoma and brought my mom.
1: Got it. And that's
0: how we, we landed here in Sonoma, which was beautiful. I remember. Yeah. What was
1: your first impression?
0: Like, it was so different. Yeah. No friends. That was the only thing because I, I had a lot of friends in Mazatlan. Of course. You know, it's it's so different. Like the vibes though. Like, here in your neighborhood mm-hmm. nobody talks to each other nobody I, nobody nobody I know. knows it's just like super plain it's just super bored. yeah Mexico where I'm from like you know anybody around their neighborhood <laughs> and you're playing with the neighbors like you're outside
1: you grew to up together yeah. yeah
0: so and then I come here and my mom was like no no don't go out you know and it was like just stay home and I remember the first time she took me to Lucky's uh-oh. It was uh, Alberson back then. It know? was Alberson, I believe. Yeah, one And of you those. know
1: that it's not Lucky's, right? It's not Lucky's. No. For years, I thought it was Lucky's with an S. It's a Lucky. It's Lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am sticking to the same with you, thinking yeah. it was Lucky's for luckies. a million years. Yeah. And then I lucky swear. Mom. And then my kids like told me and stuff, and they're all, "It's Lucky, mom. Lucky it says mom. it on the bag." And I'm all. Me and you and everybody has been yeah. calling it Lucky's for years. So I'm thinking there's some kind of game amongst like grocery store owners and probably you know, Mr. Lucky going back for and, Mr. And, Albertson and, and Petaluma,
0: They still have Albertsons, I believe, or down south. I think in L. A. They still have Albertsons. There's
1: a few Albertsons yeah, going yeah. around. Yeah. So yeah.
0: So I I come. You know, I remember my mom buying like fruit rolls for me, and I'm like, what is this <laughs> stuff? This is delicious. Yeah. And then I go home and start watching the Power Rangers. And I'm like, what? What's going on?
1: You it was are now in American culture. Yeah. It yeah. was just
0: a whole different world. Remember when I went to school, the first day of school and I was walking in and then so you know, i never been. It's, what school was that? Flowery.
1: Oh man, you can walk right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: walked down this flowery and I remember I was kind of like, you know, I didn't understand everything I hear was like, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. You
1: only spoke Spanish. And this
0: kid is like, hey, you're new. I'm like, yeah. He's like, come in line and get your breakfast. I'm like, breakfast? What are you talking about? Free
1: breakfast. Yeah, yeah. He's
0: like, you get in this line, you get a ticket, and you get a ticket, and you get a breakfast. And I'm like, no way. (laughs) Get in the line. I remember I got a bagel with (laughs) cream cheese and a box of chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. I was living. That was so we get this every day. He's like, yeah. And if you bring ten cents, you can get an extra bagel. And I'm like, (laughs) ten cents. Man, I was looking like a, I was like a metal detector in my house,
1: man. Just- <laughs> in the car with change yeah, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Just grabbing all I, I do all remember stuff, being tempted by when I grew up in the South, too. I mean, different story, hippie parents. But mm-hmm. when I saw, like, I actually wanted some of the food they had at school. Now I can't imagine, <laughs> right? But, but I was like, yeah. chocolate milk? You yeah. can get chocolate milk yeah. with your yeah. lunch? Like, my parents would never was oh, it saying Rice milk. <laughs> you know? I,
0: I remember kids throwing away their chocolate milk, and yeah. I'm like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" You know, me <laughs> you know? coming from Mexico where we didn't get breakfast. Right. It was weird. Like I remember one time. I remember uh, my grandpa be like, "Hey, come coming because my grandma and my grandpa didn't live together for mm-hmm. a long time." So
1: were they together but didn't live together? Yes.
0: Yeah, so it was a weird thing because it's not happened, weird.
1: It's marriage, isn't it? It was what? mostly
0: because my grandma, her father, came from Haiti. Oh, so my grandma oh, wow. was dark, Afro, you name it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: my grandpa was like a 6'5", blue-eyed. German, German heritage, yeah. So and then I guess in that time, his parents already had him pair with another rich family because my grandpa came from money.
1: Oh, wow. So okay.
0: they had like a uh, chops. like they used to do furniture. Uh-huh. That was their business. So he was already, I don't know how you say it. They had like a, this marriage where they already had it.
1: An, like a an arranged marriage. Enraged marriage, marriage yeah. mm-hmm. yes.
0: So, and then, but my grandma was a beautiful woman, a young oh, woman. And gentrous. my grandpa saw her and was like, No, I want to marry this woman. So they did get married, had like, I think 12 to 14 kids.
1: <laughs> Wait, so your mom has about 12 siblings?
0: Yeah, yeah 12 yeah, And then, two <laughs> and I like that like it's three, like. Three of them died at that time. Yeah. yeah, Three of them yeah, like, died because they pretty. didn't have money like to. Yeah. Because uh, his family went like, oh, you marry this woman? Then you're cut, out. You're cut off. Yeah. Okay. So he pretty much was cut off. And then there was a time where I think he went back to them and they, they're like, hey, you know, if you come back, you can bring her. So what <sighs> he did is he left her in the house where they built. Okay. And he told her, he's like, hey, I'm going to go back to my parents, but you will get money every week. I'll bring you money.
1: Well, that's so, a good man.
0: So yeah, so yeah. he never, so I did remember, but they always used to fight. It was funny. Like yeah. my, my grandma used to fight. was love. like, don't talk to your grandpa. He used to tell me like, don't go to his house and get your breakfast. Cause sometimes I used to go to my grandpa, my grandpa's house and the school was right next to each other like right next to. Uh-huh. So I used to go in and get breakfast. My grandpa used to like get up in the morning, make little beans with eggs for me. My grandpa used to add milk on his beans.
1: It is beans it weird. Yeah, or just weird. like on top of it, like no, a no, cereal, no, it beans.
0: like he used to cook uh, milk with beans. It was weird, but they were delicious. They oh, were nice and like creamy. A creamy? Yeah, yeah, they were nice and creamy. And sometimes he'd be like, he used to tell me a day before, he was like, hey, don't come to my house today. Just go to the store and tell them that you want your breakfast, get a torta and a, and they used to serve you the soda in a bag back uh-huh. in that time because you had to pay for the bottle. If you want the bottle, you had to pay like extra money. Yeah. So they used to give it to you in a bag. So I used to do that. And then my grandma used to be like, no, don't go out and get your lunch, your breakfast <laughs> with your grandpa. So I I didn't go. And my, She's
1: very proud. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So
0: my, my grandpa in the in the afternoon when he used to go to the store and pay for whatever meal, the guy's like, oh, your grandson didn't show up today. He's like, what? He didn't get his breakfast? And he's like, no. So and then he used to go knock on the door of my room, my classroom and is like, Hey, teacher, can I talk to Gerardo? He didn't have his breakfast, so he needs to eat right now. So he used to take my breakfast, and I used to eat it right next to him.
1: Aww. Outside the classroom. Oh, my gosh. So Beautiful. let me ask you this. Is breakfast your important meal? Yes. Is it, is it yes. still your most important meal? Yes. Never skip a breakfast? Nope.
0: And it has to be a big breakfast. That's, it's, <sighs> it's funny because we, we never had lunch. Okay. In our culture, lunch it wasn't that heavy. It's, really? it's mostly breakfast and dinner
1: okay like an early dinner yep okay okay no
0: it's always late for us for some reason like eight o'clock or nine sometimes we end up eating yeah it's weird super weird
1: take that fasting culture yeah so lunch wasn't
0: big and for us so we we started working you know
1: and so lunch for us is
0: like here here, okay. we start taking lunch because of the work and stuff.
1: But That's really funny that you are now the lead of a segment called What's for Lunch. What's for Lunch. Really? <laughs> it's What's for Breakfast, which I missed the other day. Oh, I'm the other day we bummed. made machaca.
0: We, yeah. I think Josh got a coma, a food coma yeah. in the morning. I don't think he ever had like a big breakfast like that. It was like eggs, machaca, beans, and, yeah. and, and tortillas. So he's like,
1: what I would is go this? into a coma too. I, I reserved those for Sundays, <laughs> Sunday breakfast is where it's at. But yeah, it's become
0: brunch. Or, <laughs> or thing, when you know?
1: Gerardo cooks around here,
0: <laughs> yeah. In my house, breakfasts are big, are super big. Do
1: you cook everybody breakfast before they go to school? Do yes, you, I do. Do they like kind of pass on yes, to your I teens, do. and and that's what
0: they? And the only reason that I do is because I want to make sure that when they're old, they do that for the kids too. I they love remember that. that their father used to get up in the morning and make chorizo because that's one of their favorite things to eat.
1: Chorizo, I'm assuming, is yours, too. Just I make from chorizo, like yeah. What are some of the foods that, growing up, that are just memorable for you that you still make to the, this day? And, so and this it's, just, day it's kind is of a family.
0: Chorizo is one of the things that I do. Machaca, we do with smoked marlin, too. Okay. That's what we grew up eating. Kekis. Kekis is almost like crepes.
1: Oh, but okay. Mexican. Uh-huh. So
0: what we do is put oil on the pan, and then they put the batter in there, and they stretch it really thin. Yeah. And then we put, let condensed milk on it, and then fruit, and we roll it up.
1: Oh. Yeah, you haven't made those yet.
0: No, but I want to. I've, I've been yeah. meaning to do it for you guys. They're delicious. My grandma used to make them all the time, so those are what my kids like. And then yeah. we do dirty beans, what we call it, dirty beans.
1: It's not your grandpa's... Uh Milky beans?
0: No, 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 no. This one is my grandma. My grandma's uh, beans too. It's it's uh, traditional from Mazatlan, too, uh-huh. and it's it's a mixture of uh, bacon, chorizo, pork lard, and then sardine juice—the tomato juice from the sardines. Oh, okay. And then um, pickled jalapenos. Yeah. And then three types of cheese.
1: Uh, when are we can have dirty beans? Yeah, they're delicious. Breakfast? I
0: remember I did those for Sonoma Academy one day. Uh
1: huh.
0: And they they were looking at them like, oh beans, and then they st- they they had a little taste, and I can see them going back and back and yes. back. Yes. And they're like, who made these beans? I'm like, I did. He's like, best beans uh, I, I ever had. Like exactly. So much oh, flavor. that sounds
1: that's better than pork and beans. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I grew up with like my aunts that cooked, so yeah, it was like heavy, and that's why when I cook, I want to cook for you guys. Things that I had in Mexico, like yeah. things, real things, not your commercial right. Mexican food that you guys get here. That's, no, I, that's I, I got it. it.
1: And there's some things that you have made that I've never had before. Changes the palate. I was out with my uh, friend turned 50, traditional Mexican family. She's like, where's the cheese on the tacos? I'm like, no, this is not. <laughs> this is not how it's working here. It's not how it works anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no cheese. Yeah. Don't, eat, yeah. don't even ask.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I always when I create something when I make something for you guys yeah. I want to make sure that you guys have something that y- you won't find it in the stores or something yes. you know or, yeah. or like i oh, well, never had the ceviche
1: know? that so Gerardo you here are in my opinion like master of so many ceviches yeah. sold out classes <laughs> keep trying to get him to bring them back but the kind of ceviche i had never had a couple of them was the ones with carrots, which is yes, traditional that's from traditional Aslan. Modern, right? Yes. Delicious.
0: <laughs> yes. I and love that then
1: one. let's get into your other passion for fishing. But, real briefly, what is it? Chiquiles? That's a breakfast. I'm such a white girl here.
0: <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> What's the scallops?
0: Oh, the scallops. Oh. Yeah. Callito. Callo de hacha. Yeah, um, so those are the with like the chili water. Yep. Yeah, oh, agua, agua chile,
1: agua chile, agua chile. Oh, oh, folks, It's so good.
0: Yeah, one of my favorite things. So it's pretty much a Mexican scallop. Mm-hmm. They are a little bit more softer, and yeah, sometimes they are. are a little bit more firm too. But once you brine it with the lime juice mm-hmm. and your favorite chili that you want, you can add any chili you want. That's why they call it agua chile, which means chili water. Yeah. So it's pretty much a lot of lime juice with a lot of chili. And man, it's I'm delicious. not a spicy
1: person, and this is my favorite. Like, I'm requesting that for my birthday next year right now. And one, one of the...
0: <laughs> so, you got it. One of the things, when you eat a guachilla, it's really funny. A lot of people like to brine their either shrimp or their scallop for like hours. No, you brine it for only like 20 minutes. Because what it is, is your shrimp is going to release a lot of water too. And it's going to just add water to your lime. And it just doesn't taste as fresh if you just... It's already
1: doing its job, right?
0: So all you do is you cut some cucumbers, some red onions, put it on the plate, spread it out, put your scallop or your shrimp on top and just add your chili water on top of the shrimp and only let it for 20 minutes. And that's it. Start eating it fresh.
1: So you're saying I should make my own.
0: No, 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 no. no. I'll make it. I'll make it for you. It'll be my pleasure.
1: That's like corn. I grew up with this family that overcooked a lot of things. And corn, I swear, all the kids had to, you know, get out there, shuck the corn. And they would put that thing on. They would basically put it in boiled water for seems like an hour. And then I meet my mother-in-law. She's like, you only need to put that in for like, you know, like three, <laughs> three minutes, <yeah>. right? <laughs> and I'm like,
0: oh. Yeah, I think corn only should be like 15 minutes Yeah, or exactly. It wasn't know? that long. You yeah, don't yeah, need yeah, it yeah, very yeah. long. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it's even better on the grill. Oh, and it's so oh, delicious now.
0: Delicious. The patch corn. They got all these ways to make corn now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know? But yeah. my favorite one still, lime with like cheese, sour cream and stuff. You yeah. Know? And then your little tahini. Traditional. Oh.
1: What do you call that? Because I, I love those. So it's sometimes like street they street
0: corn. Esquites, but, yeah. Street corn. They call it sometimes, you mm-hmm. know. But I just call it, Dame queso con crema y elote. That's it. <laughs> you know, they got all these fancy words for stuff, man. Just yeah. call it simple. Simple stuff, man.
1: All right. But yeah. Hey, Gerardo. How are you?
0: Pretty good. Hey, you know about the subscription? How does it work?
1: That's a good question. So, subscription to the Sonoma Community Center podcast means really no commitment on your side. What came up, I was thinking about this a long time ago, is people typically tend to think that a subscription means that you have to pay for something or we're capturing an email or information like that. But that's simply not the case.
0: So you mean I can just click it and... Just watch your videos and I don't have to pay any money
1: And You don't have to pay any money Subscribing wow. merely means that when the next time we have an episode It will pop up wherever you're listening to episodes Be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube And what that means is it really just supports us And lets us know that we have listeners out there Besides just downloading the podcast so- And it's
0: just not subscribing, it's also liking it, right?
1: liking it but really that subscribe button means that we know that there's listeners out there perfect i don't know if you've had this but i have people that come up to me and say hey i listen to it
0: i do i do but translating
1: that into the subscribe button means that you're supporting the community center podcast the artists and everybody that comes through here and shares their story that we are always excited to share about
0: well you guys are listening subscribe please Yep. Make our life easier (laughs) and we want to become popular.
1: Famous. All right. (laughs) Subscribe away. When you were here Mm -hmm. and you're growing up in Sonoma and did you have to go back to Mexico and just kind of like you're making friends here. You're growing up in Sonoma. You're kind of a Sonoma boy, really. Yeah. Let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, so I got here, you know, I had a lot of friends. I'm, I'm a friend kind of guy. And then I went back to Mexico when I was 21. Okay, so uh, I met you were my here all through phone. your teenage years. Yeah. So, and then I met my wife by phone.
1: I want to hear that story of yeah. how you and Sonia So, met.
0: I dialed the wrong number, Sonia answered, and I thought she was so sexy, her boys, And, <laughs> you know, I'm like, eh, so I started talking she to does her. She great voice. Yeah. So I started talking to her for a whole year. And back then we didn't have cell phones or anything. So we didn't yeah. know how we looked. We just sent a couple of pictures of each other. And that was it. Yeah. And after a year, I remember I told my mom, I bought my ticket. And I told my mom, hey, I'm, I'm going to Mexico and marry this woman. And my mom was like, what? I'm like, yes, oh yeah, See you later. So I took off. Wow. I met her and then asked her to marry me. She was going to law school at the time. Yeah. Down there. And she's Is like. Is
1: she from Mazatlan as she's well? She's from Mazatlan okay. too.
0: So she said yes. Uh, I was happy. And I was surprised too. But, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the United States to make money and then come back and marry you. And she's like, no, 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 no. You stay here until I finish my two years.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. She's like, we'll get married. I don't need a fancy wedding. She's, she's like, she's
1: smart. She's like, you're not leaving here. No, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm like, all right. So I stayed. Uh, we got married and then I uh, had to wait for her to finish her year of uh, wow. law school because she's like you know what my dad pays so much money for my education i just don't want to leave it hanging like that so i want to make sure he gets the diploma so she did so she finished and i'm thinking man this woman is gonna be a lawyer i can stay here and fish i'm like (laughs) i'm staying here that's it that's my plan i'm like i'll take care of the kids i go fishing she'll go to whatever work and then she got pregnant and she's like i want to go to the united states i'm like i got I'm like, No,
1: <laughs> like that's not
0: my plan, woman. You know, she's like, I want to have my babies in the United States. I'm like, oh, yeah, bummer.
1: Reasoning behind that was better. Better. Healthcare, uh, my wife or?
0: has always been really heavy on education. Yeah. So she says that the United States will have better education than Mexico for okay. her kids. Mm-hmm. And the other reason is that it's free. Yes. And Mexico is a lot of money.
1: Is that right? Yes. Even like in the primary grades and
0: all of that? You pay uh, since you're in kindergarten.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, you pay for your
0: school, um, what's it called? uh, Dress uniforms, Mm -hmm. your books.
1: Okay. Everything.
0: They'll never give you a free backpack over there. You will never get a free backpack. And if you don't pay your monthly, uh, what's it called? For your school?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just enrollment. They don't let you in. Huh?
0: They don't play around. Not not like here, like if you go to the part of, like, Hey, yeah. know, let's talk to your parents. Maybe we we can find financial aid for you guys. Uh Right. You try to go in there and they stop you. They're like, no, you're And They tell you right in front of everyone One, that you didn't pay. You can't afford they it. They shame you. Yeah. So she's like, you know, I want my kids to have a really good education.
1: Yeah. So I'm I, like, oh. I think that's somewhat, <sighs> maybe they understand it when they're older, but definitely taken for granted yeah. of students over here in school. And, Although and just I, that I have to tell
0: you something though. Yeah it's free until you start going to like college. It's really funny how the government works here because they'll give it to you for free the whole time. And then as soon as you get to college, it's like, well, we're going to cut you off now.
1: Well, they also, there is this conception. I don't know. You know, I definitely believe in higher education two point as well, but then they're like, you have to pay all this money to go get this higher education. You don't really know if it's going to be better or not. You know, I definitely got disenchanted by that system. I'm, I'm not going to spend 20 years paying off something, yeah. you know, it just yeah. wasn't yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. And that, It, thing, it, unless it, it, it like, makes
0: no sense. They pay for your education. They put all this right. money into you and then they cut you off like that. It's like, dude, you're like the United States. This is your, your people who are going to grow yeah. up and, and, you know, take care of this country. Well, it's another what thing too.
1: I, I mean, we could go down the, this road for sure, but why they're not promoting a more practical, you you know, learning, learning to trade. Yeah. Why are we not learning to trade as well as maybe learning some things that aren't necessarily going to benefit you until you're paying for that higher education? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, okay, that's great. Now you're gonna have to pay for more deep dive. And what about more trades that are going to open more jobs to what is happening is current. So. I don't know. That's, yeah, but that's I have a friend beat. who still owes yeah. like
0: money from yeah. school, like ninety thousand. is crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm still paying for it. Takeshi
1: dude. shaking his head over here. That oh, he could, you know, he could have this big, huge soundboard, right? That expensive soundboard we talked about.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true.
1: Either that or out.
0: anybody I wants to it. donate one of those things. <laughs> <I just hear. laughs>
1: exactly. This music room <laughs> is yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we named it after you, man. Yes, yeah. it's a
1: Takeshi Lewis music room. Bye-bye, pianos. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, new music program, which is awesome. Hey, did you ever play any instruments or do any of that kind of stuff when you were young? Um,
0: I grew up uh, just doing a lot of sports. I did play a lot of sports. I was always into baseball. I love baseball. Yes. I love soccer and basketball. But it was really funny back then. And I was really good at all of it. Yeah. But it was one of those things where you came to the United States, you were undocumented. Back then, I was undocumented, so it was really hard for me to do sports. It was kind of like a taboo thing where you don't talk about it. I went and did like, you know, all these tryouts. I landed on the team and then they were like, yeah, can we have your social security number?
1: So how did you get around that?
0: No, we didn't. I never played. My mom is like, stop doing that. What are you doing? Yeah. And I really wanted to play, but I couldn't just because that's social.
1: Yeah. I kind of feel like that's why there's a lot of like men's teams and outside teams, you know, all kinds of teams that weren't like part of a school or anything or organization,
0: mm-hmm. but yeah,
1: lucky enough, there's like Elverano fields and it, you know there's places to play.
0: Yeah, it, 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 I think it was funny because
1: did you ever play baseball out at Sonoma Developmental Center? Yes, I did. I think it was like the did. men's I, beer league. I think I, you might have played against I think my brother.
0: I played softball.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on Sundays
0: okay. and Fridays and Tuesdays,
1: definitely had some oh, people. Who was out your there. brother? Who Joe Sheddig. He played for like the. I think they called it the Old Guy Beer League or whatever like that okay. is, but it was hardball. I don't think yeah, it yeah. wasn't softball. Oh, okay. And they played on huh. Sundays out there. And then but they yeah. had co-ed there for a while. Yeah, they have coed. Yeah, the, the, but I it was actually Sundays.
0: It was actually just guys, uh, softball yeah. guys. It was just for guys.
1: It's sad that we can't take advantage of that field anymore. You know,
0: they're playing over here at the Fields of Dreams. They really, softball? Yeah, The nice. Softball team is over here. I wanted to apply. But then I got this eye problem right now. And I can't apply. You want to share a little bit
1: about that eye? You don't have to go into detail, but basically, (laughs) Gerardo, Captain G is wearing a patch over his eye right um, now.
0: Like a month ago, I remember we had a mountain of dishes in my house. And Sonia, my wife, came in and she's like, hey, uh, how come those dishes are not done? And I looked at it and I said, hey, being the macho man that I am, I looked at her and say, man, don't wash no dishes, lady. If you want those dishes to be clean, we'll chop, chop. And then I woke up the next day with a black eye and I can't see. So I don't know, you know, now I have to wear an eye patch. <laughs> That's
1: this is the story he's been going with for quite some time. However, that's not the case. It's It's a medical thing. I I, I,
0: I tell that to my family so they can hate my wife, you know, for some reason.
1: (laughs) You're so evil. Sonia, Sonia, by the way, is amazing. She's amazing. And she works over at La Luz Center and she's she's down the street right now. Actually, what's happening this morning in Sonoma is we have Eda Lamon, right? The poet Laureate of the United States. And so she's one of the first employees of readers books here which is great independent bookstore one of the last and uh, anyway they dedicated a bench down there yeah, for yeah. her mm-hmm. yeah sonia
0: i have to say something about my wife That i always say when i met my wife she took me to a happy place so every time i i talk about it, i say i'm going to my happy place which is my oh. wife
1: happy yep. anniversary coming yep, up here yep yep in <laughs> august 27 <laughs> uh-huh. how long have you been together
0: it's gonna be 18 years now
1: yeah and you have three kids three kids okay
0: we got a 17 year old, and then we had a 14 year old, and then we have a seven year old.
1: I'm familiar with Leo.
0: Leo, and he's then Joseph. Sounds
1: like a little mini you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I Up think to, she's worse he's worse than like, me, that kid. He's a
1: little mischievous. Here he comes. You know when Leo's coming through? Oh,
0: yeah. But he, that's why but I, it's I, I understand him. It's fun, mischief. You know I what I mean? Him. Like, you know. he's got
1: that same personality as you, which is a really warm hearted yeah that kid just, every
0: time he sees me he runs and hugs me like if it was like the first time he ever sees me he's amazing that kid and
1: then we got my oldest you know
0: they they they're like whatever that move around old yeah, man you know
1: teenagers are so teenagers mean. are so
0: mean <laughs> you know i still you know they're they're pretty cool they're pretty mellow yeah. kids so uh, yeah I, I enjoy
1: something else.
0: Yeah, it was she's me and my like, wife.
1: When they talk about old souls, you, yeah. you know how they, she's definitely an yeah. old oh, soul yeah. for sure. Like oh, your yeah. wife, kind of. Yeah,
0: she has the same personality as my wife. Me and Sonia, we always, uh, Sonia and I, we always want to do things, but we always want to do it with my kids, you know? Yes. Because we don't know when we're going not going to be here.
1: Yeah, Like, exactly. life is too short. I feel too. the same way. I'm like, let's do this now because... We'll be stuck with each other after she leaves us. That doesn't mean,
0: So we, we like to spend a lot of time with our kids. It's pretty cool.
1: That's amazing. Always Sonoma? Did you guys take them um, back?
0: They go back to Mazatlan every year uh-huh. with their uh, grandparents, Sonia's father and mother. Okay. They go and take vacations on there for like two weeks. And every time they come back, they're like, oh,
1: we want to go. They it's want to beautiful. go back to Boston. Yeah, it's just so beach it a, over there. Which is amazing. So this is like a, this is a family dream. Yeah. Isn't it nice to kind of, this is how I see it. I might mm-hmm. be making an assumption here that when you retire or whatever, mm-hmm. you fish like your grandmother. Uh, uh, you want to yeah. go back there, live your 20 years. Yes, Tell me about... Um, well, tell actually, me about that island
0: not particularly to Mazatlan I, I mean i'll go down there yeah but for me it should be a place where either there's a big lake or a river yeah or a beach so it doesn't really matter but like, warm warm yes yeah and uh, yeah sonia doesn't like the cold yeah she hates the cold but oh, yeah. she also doesn't like uh, places with beach she's That's afraid she's... of tsunamis
1: oh really yes see my husband who's a surfer believe it or not loves the ocean they hate the sand they will sit in the car they'll drive the coast look for the perfect beach break that's where it's at They'll travel over rocks freaking hates the sand they don't like it's just everywhere (laughs) i get it in everything and it's transferred down to my daughter too but you got no problem getting in the water where there might be some sharks swimming around you have a shark pit you know so different things i'm like I out on so, some sand, as know, long as it's not blowing around. My
0: retirement, I always think about like maybe like Colorado because we actually like the forest too. Oh,
1: you know? it's beautiful yeah. around here and that's not that far. Actually, yeah. you can get, although oh, it's a little cold. I like to
0: live in Tahoe too. Yeah, Tahoe's yeah.
1: beautiful. Yeah. Oh Pyramid Lake.
0: <laughs> that's for me, Pyramid Lake because I go fishing
1: there. Yeah. In Nevada. Fishing spots. You grew up fishing. We had someone on our podcast earlier in January when we celebrated the 70th. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Big Gordon. He's an amazing, sweetest man ever. And he's your fishing buddy, right? I can count my
0: friends with my hand and he's one of them. He's my first one. So he's pretty cool. Yeah. So when I, when I started working with him, like I think it was 2002 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know him. And he had a big boat and he only used to take people he liked. Yes. He's really special. Gordon is a sweet man and his crew, it runs tight. So,
1: is it kind of the old school taking the boat out to the sluice in the Napa River yeah, out yeah, here?
0: Yeah. It bay? was uh, Napa, Sloughs, or Lake Berriesa.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, we used to uh, troll after work. It was really Fish fun. Fish there? Yeah. 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 Wow. He used to have the boat right in the parking lot. So, three wow. o'clock, we're in his car Where driving were to Lake Berriesa. Where Lake uh, Berriesa? El Pueblo went.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. El so, Pueblo is still here. It's yep, a great yep, little yep.
0: corner. So we drove all the way to uh, Lake Berriesa and then we did because, you know, the sun goes down until like nine. So we had like four hours of just trolling and catching trout.
1: What's the biggest fish you've ever caught, And what With kind? With
0: him, I believe it was salmon. We used to go salmon fishing back in the day. <gasps>
1: oh,
0: So it was beautiful in really? the ocean. Gordon was like a good skipper. So, and you know, we caught a uh, sturgeon, which there were like nine, 10 feet. So yeah. they were mm-hmm. huge.
1: Yeah. And My husband loose. caught one of those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like, fun well, nice. It was, they
1: always have that contest out there. Oh yeah. And yeah, it yeah. was. Al, I was he, think
0: it's Al or what's his name?
1: Yeah. I don't remember yeah, it anymore, it like a company, but yeah. he, it basically caught it like the week after and he went out it was very close with Vern who used to have Vern's taxi here who since passed. And Vern took him out. Same kind of thing. Like, lucky to be on a boat with Vern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is some serious business. And he catches the biggest fish. Like, he caught it bigger than any contest Mm -hmm. winner for the past couple of years. You know, but it was too late for the contest.
0: People cheat there all the time. (laughs) They freeze their surgeon like one week before. And then they just take it back there. And then they unfreeze it in the water. They just put it in the water.
1: Wait, is this like a... They just unfreeze it. Yeah. It doesn't sink to the bottom. Isn't it dead?
0: No, it's dead, but they, all they do is they weigh it. They go and take the fish and be like, oh, these are what I caught today. But
1: is that for real? Yeah, people oh, do
0: that. They're cheaters busted. back there, man. Cheaters. Uh, I hate that place. <laughs> yeah, I used, to, I used to do the contest. It was like a three day thing. It was like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh huh. So we used to camp over there underneath the 29 bridge. Me and my friends we yes. used to do like barbecues. Oh, and that's man.
1: hilarious. I love it. <laughs> Little bridge yeah. living. Yeah, I remember bridge barbecue. I was
0: still into fishing. Uh, I used to fish like seven days a week. And uh, my wife one time reminded me, she's like, hey, you know, you're married, right? And you got kids. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll take it down to five. Then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, so actually, like, I think she almost divorced me. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. She
0: was like, dude, like every time we have something to do, you're like, yeah, yeah, we do it Saturday. And then Saturday comes, you're like, oh, my buddies are inviting me to go fishing. Sorry, honey. Yeah, yeah. sounds like Let's my husband in Sunday. his
1: <laughs> band. And that's some quotation marks around there, folks.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so heavy on fishing. Gordon got me into fishing. You know, he's my pal. Now he's a fair weather kind of guy. He, you know, the weather has to be good for Gordon. <laughs>
1: Gordon, God bless him. The other day, I'm setting up line dancing, right? We have yeah. that here a couple of times during the month. And it was just so hot. It was too hot for me to even dance. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's sitting in the boiler room. It's the coolest place in this whole building, right? He's just like, I don't do this weather. You yeah, know? <laughs>
0: yeah. He doesn't like hot weather. Yeah. So I worked with him in 2002.
1: And you worked at El Pueblo. El Pueblo uh-huh. And
0: then I left in 2004 uh, to go get married. And he knew everything about it. I remember when I came back, I came back to Petaluma and after two years I came back and then I went to say hi to him. I was looking for a job, but I wasn't looking a job in Sonoma because it was kind of far from me and I didn't have a mm. car. So I came down and say hello to a Pueblo in because there were really nice people at the time with me. So Gordon was there and I remember saying Gordon, Gordon, I can see his face just light up. And then before I was leaving, he's like, Hey, are you looking for a job? And I'm like, not here. He's like, no, you're working here. So he went in the office and he told the owner, like, they used to call me Grande. That was my nickname. He's like, Grande's back. So I want him in the payroll. And he's starting uh, Monday. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't have a car. He's like, just get the bus. There's a bus that drives you, that drops you off here at the bus and you not know, the, the plaza. right downtown in the plaza. Yeah, yeah. And just walk down. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah. I guess, I guess right. he needed somebody. I guess they went through like 17 people. Yes. They couldn't replace me. They uh. just, he couldn't find a guy that, you know, did the work. Like, I did it.
1: When did you get into, like, the restaurant business? So I was already working at the restaurant.
0: Okay. I, I started working in the restaurant when I was 13 years old.
1: Tell me about all the restaurants you all have right. worked here in so, Sonoma. Uh, I was lo- you don't I'm, have to rate them. I no, know there's no. a few duds.
0: I'm really loyal when it comes to people who, who treat me right. Yeah. I will stay with them for a long time. I'm that type Good. of guy.
1: I'm glad. We're always so, nervous you're going to leave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I started working at, the, when I was 12, I started working at the Little Switzerland washing Dishes. Uh-huh. Because story goes that my mom couldn't afford to buy me a good pair of shoes. So I always get Payless and Payless, Payless shoe store. It was right
1: there. Yeah. I know. We used to, I used to go to Payless. Payless shoes.
0: Uh, I had something in my feet that every time I, I did sports, it would sweat and be
1: stinky. Oh yeah. Stinky it's, feet. It's like a cheap plasticky, And, then, yeah. is and I was in
0: Altimira, is. and every time we had to do something indoors, we had to take our shoes off. I, <laughs> I, I used to be sent to the principal because I didn't want to do it.
1: Oh, that's Because like, I
0: knew my feet stink like Cheetos, you know? So <laughs> I <it> was like...
1: <laughs> painful, painful. <laughs> Parmesan cheese, you know? Middle
0: school. And then my oldest brother used to get Nikes all the time. And I'm like, well, I don't know, it's always been his favorite, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, mom, I'm, you right. know, and she's like, well, if you want shoes... You need to work for them. So I was 12 at the time. Yeah. And then I remember I was riding my bike and I saw that the Switzerland was looking for a dishwasher. So I stopped by and he's like, hey, how old are you, kid? I'm like, I'm in high school. You know, it's always been really big, too. <laughs> so he's like, well, I want your work permit. I'm like, I'll bring it, I'll bring it. He's like, you can start Saturday because they only open Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. Only if they had like an event on Friday, they open, you know. So I remember, I'm like, all right. So I started washing dishes. And then from there, I started making salads. The guy who was running the kitchen, it was a small kitchen, really yeah. small kitchen. He's like, oh, I want, you, I want to turn you to a pantry to do salads and small thing. So, I'm like, so I was watching dishes, making salad. And then when the guy was off, I used to cook because I yeah. knew all the recipes.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So when that guy didn't show up, I used to just take over and cook. So I did it for like a year. And then one of my friends uh, was leaving General's Daughter at the time. The general's daughter, he was doing salads there and he See, was I'm going back to life. Mexico. Okay. And he's like, hey, uh, you want to take my place there? Can I look for somebody? And I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, but you just have to lie. Like, you have to tell him that you're in high school. I'm like, all <laughs> right. So I walked in there. And I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> really funny. A true story. I walked in there and uh, the chef who was Joe Vitali at the time, really cool guy, man. He was the best boss I ever had, like yeah. in the kitchen. and he looked at me he and then he looked at one of the other cooks that was there and he was big too and he looked at me he's like okay he's like that guy's name is grande his <laughs> nickname is grande you are a grande guy he's like i can't be calling you grande one grande two yeah. so you guys need to do an arm wrestle and see whoever wins keeps the name
1: now i
0: beat that guy ah. and i was only 13 years old and that guy he's was like- a grown-ass man <laughs>
1: You know that Petaluma is the arm wrestling capital of the world, the world, right?
0: Yeah. So uh, I beat that guy. Comi me Grande. That guy loved me. He's like, you're going to be making salads after a year making salads and do pantry. You know, not just salads. You do like appetizers and all that stuff. They sent me to the grill. And then from the grill, I started doing sarté, And yeah. then that's how I started Really, the it's kitchen. just all
1: hands-on culinary yeah. experience. You get the full yeah.
0: experience there. They They teach you everything. Exactly. So I worked for them for 10 years.
1: That's great. And I had then, quite um, a few friends that worked yep, over there for Suzanne yeah, in front yeah, of the house. Pretty,
0: really fun. One of the f- best places I ever worked there. It was there. Yeah. And then from there, you know, I moved around. I did a couple of restaurants. There was a place called Tapas here. It was Cafe Andalucia, right where the Sonoma Grill is right now.
1: Yeah. It, it
0: because was, I was
1: there for a minute.
0: Yeah, it was for a yeah. minute. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it was good, <laughs> though. I remember eating there. Yeah, it Tapas. Good. It was pretty yeah.
0: good. Yeah. So I worked there, too. I helped them open.
1: Right before the like the tapas craze was really yeah. happening,
0: so I worked there, and then you know I went back to I was working there, and then working at the general daughter. I always work General's daughter, and then another job. So and then I was doing general daughters in the night, and then I was working in the hotel in the in the morning. So I did it for ten years. Yeah, and wow. it was pretty cool actually. Like, yeah.
1: Well, you know, so during COVID, there's no work going on, right? Yeah. So. Did you fish a lot? I did. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. And then it was time to get a job. And I know that your position be- came because of a grant, right? Yeah, a yeah, Bilingual yeah. outreach coordinator. And
0: it was really funny. We yeah. had some
1: good applicants. And I was kind of part, it was like, let's interview these people. And I knew immediately when you came on, it was like me and Jill were all, that's the guy. I'm all, he's real. He's in touch with his community. We had some other people who are kind of like, oh, you know, but yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah ideas and concepts are one thing, but really being grassroots that can handle all ages, which you can, you know, from kids (laughs) to adults, you're just a people person. And that's really what it was all about.
0: Yeah. It was funny. So I spent like most of COVID uh, fishing, fly fishing. (laughs) My wife was working and I I remember when she came, I was doing Uber at the time and I'm like, I don't want to do Uber with COVID and stuff. I remember she was like, well, you know, I get paid enough now where you can stay home if you want to. And I'm like, are you sure she's like yeah just go fly fishing just cook whatever you know yeah. i'm like all right so i stayed home for two years i did a lot Lucky. of fly fishing
1: yeah
0: and i remember she's <laughs> like hey um the Sonoma community is looking for somebody It feels like that's your calling because you like helping people yeah and i'm like you just don't want to see me here anymore you know? <laughs> okay i see i get it clink clink you know
1: <laughs> no so, but and I'm all like, all right, I'll
0: I give it a try. So I sent my application and then you guys called me and did an interview. And I didn't think I was going to get it, to be honest. And then they called me like, oh, you got the job. I'm like, all right, sweet. I didn't know what I was going to do, but, you know, yeah, exactly. I exactly. it was.
1: It was a little lucid. girl, like, yeah. you're going to work some outreach events. Yeah. You're going to do a little of this and yeah, some yeah. translating and blah, 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 blah. And you're like. Yeah, then my, okay. my, my
0: calling was like, I really like helping people. So when I got the chance, I'm like, dude, I want to do this. Well, I really great- want. Great because classes. I really like to help people. You know? Yes, exactly.
1: So. And just having a place for everyone to come to is important. There's a lot of breakdown in this town yeah. on the West side. People are not set it for years. They're not yeah. going to come all the way down here, but if you do have the right teachers in the community, they will explore Yeah. It. You know, they will come down. Yeah, so. And I
0: have to admit, like Charlotte was really good at the time. Our uh, director, she was really nice, really friendly, a good person to work for too. I love her. So, She's yeah. nice. And now we got a Vanessa, which she's, she's amazing.
1: Yeah. Always a good team. Yeah, it was, it was a good team. S- let's talk about you kinda have some missions here too. I know the other places have tried to scout you <laughs> and get you, and I'm all no. That's yeah. my engagement team, husband. Like 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 I said, like
0: I said, um, when I really like the the workplace, I'm really loyal. I like yeah. to get back. So if you treat me right, of course I'm gonna stay and work for you guys.
1: And what's some of the Programs. Well, if you can do anything here, I know this is a big discussion mm-hmm. always, and you've done a lot of culinary workshops yeah. and you're kind of thrown in there after Elise had moved yeah, on. Yeah, yeah.
0: My friend Elise. But shout out.
1: Exactly. But still, you're there. Yeah. And you're kind of running that kitchen for the yeah, most yeah, part. Yeah,
0: slowly but surely, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, we get more people in too. I'm always looking for instructors, you know. So if you're out there and you want to come and show what you got, let me know, man. Like, we're always looking for people.
1: What do we have coming up? Tell us a little bit so, about how we're going to celebrate September. So and September
0: is our uh, his,
1: Hispanic, Hispanic Heritage, Heritage Month. Become, you know. Yeah.
0: So we, we're throwing in with some classes. We have the really good one that is going to be is on September 9th, which is going to be a tamale workshop. Uh, come on, guys. Tamales. Yeah. Everybody loves tamales. So I, I want to see some signups. Come on, people. <laughs> come on, people. And it's family is friendly, too. Is everything
1: available right now? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So it's online. You guys can go and check it, and the classes are super cheap. So yeah. go online and check us out because they're cheap. Everybody can afford this. Also, we're gonna do a chilaquiles breakfast, which is gonna be September 16th, which is the Mexican Independence Day. And I want to make a really good chilaquiles breakfast. Okay, okay. Everyone's gonna enjoy it. So please sign up for those. Those are gonna be amazing. I'm gonna show you a way that I like is that to make the Saturday, chilaquiles. Right? Yeah, the 16th. Saturdays, what the time, 16th. time is it? I believe it's a uh, 10.
1: So it'd be perfect right before I'll be teaching kids at that time. Yeah. And I'll send them on. Down. We're going
0: to do a Phil Chilaquiles.
1: Tell me about that.
0: Yeah. So what you do is you get the tortilla, you make a tortilla, oh. like you're making a tortilla, mm-hmm. like a tortilla. We're making everything from scratch here. Amazing. Okay. So it's like you're making a tortilla and then what you do is you pretty much divide the tortilla almost like a quesadilla. Yeah. But on each side, you put uh, meat. You can either put chorizo or carnitas and cheese and then you fold it and make like an empanada and then you cut it like a chip and then you fry it. Oh, man. So when you fry it, (laughs) you get the cheese and the meat inside. (laughs) So the chilaquiles, you add your salsa on top, your green salsa or your red salsa and then you add it. So now when you cut it into it, oh. it's going to be nice and fill.
1: Take that polenta. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, polenta. You I know, polenta is one of my favorite things to eat too. I love Michael polenta. I love polenta. Uh. I do like creamy polenta.
1: Uh, yeah. Creamy polenta is good. And also, let's talk about oh, the, the, the big party. one, the party on the 30th, yeah, yeah. right? So on the 30th,
0: we're planning right now, and it's going to happen, guys, so beware. We are going to cook a cochinita pibil, which mm-hmm. is a uh, Yucatan-style, Mayan-style uh, pork. So what they do, is they do a hole in the ground. Take it in co- the they, yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they cover it with, like, banana leaves and stuff like that, and they cover it, thing for, like, four hours, two hours. And then you take it out, and that means it just pulls out, you know,
1: just... How does that work? I what just do you mean? don't know how, I mean, it's wrapped, it's in the ground. Yeah, yeah, so what do you do? I mean, let's, let's go back. Who started that? Who figured out in the ancient times that putting an animal in the ground would preserve it if you wrap it up? And who does I'm that? I'm sure Maybe there was Takeshi's a lot of lucky.
0: burns. <laughs> I think a lot of pigs were wasted like that, you know? Just yeah. So, because but you have like, to like, have it like right on time. You have to test it. Four hours only, you know, yeah. or two hours. Just depends the heat, too. So, I'm a
1: nervous meat cooker. Not, so not
0: only do they cover it with banana leaf, they actually cover the whole hole with the dirt that you right. take out. Okay. So there's nothing. It's almost like an oven in there.
1: So it's just a natural, natural oven. Natural oven. Yeah. It natural had to dirt. be... It had to be good soil, too. It, good okay. soil. Really? Yes. So that has, like, lots of nitrogen but, in it? Yeah, That's my, kind of, like, My cousin it is from better.
0: Yucatan, and I call him, and am like, hey, you want to come and do the green pe- stuff? He's like, are you doing the whole? I'm like, yeah, we're doing a whole. And then he's like, how's the soil? I'm like, yeah,
1: what? Exactly.
0: Why are you asking me about the soil? He's like, the soil has it's everything. to do. You know, I'm like, all right.
1: It's like when you're growing vegetables yeah. and that kind of stuff. I, can't so not figure We're, we're going to
0: try to do a hole. That's my yeah. thing. It's just we have some redwoods here and I don't want to, like, yeah, you know, so that can be a little I have to be, tricky. be careful, pipes and stuff. So it's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like hit the neighbor's pipe or something when I'm doing it. So I don't know if we're doing it in a hole, but we're definitely going to do cochinita style, which is the way you marinate it too. And Maya, they have this uh, orange that is sour. So they use that orange to marinate their pork. It's a sour orange that they use Yum. agri agri dulce? They call it so, and because uh, in Maya their soil is so rich, they do a lot of uh, citrus. Okay.
1: okay, so
0: it's a lot of citrus uh, growing in Maya, like in yeah. Cancun and stuff. They do uh, like tangerines and lemons, limes, you know, you name it. So oranges. So uh,
1: that's another thing about Gerardo, Your appreciation. I got a little fruit fly over here. Oh. You know, anybody wants to get. Get Gerardo anything. Fruit, fruit fly. He'll take fruit any fruit. is
0: the most amazing thing that I can have in the morning, too. Because I grew up, like, my grandma used to have guavas, uh, you know, mangoes, papaya. There's a green fruit that I don't know how you guys call it, but I know Asian people, they use it a lot in Asia. It's a green, long one with a little tiny spikes oh what uh, is that
1: that's not a jackfruit because that's a different yeah it's long it's really
0: long like this yes and 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 it's spiky and 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 then the middle is white you tear like the 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 fruit we call it guanabana i don't know how they call it over there but i know they like uh maybe philippines or vietnamese they have them too but it's delicious so i i grew up eating fruit that was my thing fruit
1: I want everybody to go online to org. It's great to talk to Gerardo. We will be celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month with all of these celebrations. And then we're also going to go after that into October on November 2nd. We are planning Dia de Muertos. So we'll have classes surrounding that. Jose Martinez, who will be our artist in residence, as well as we always have the altar in front. And Gerardo is leading us up in the dancers ballet for Florico. Que Okay, we're talking Papana. I can't see. <laughs> They're showing me something, but they forgot right before we started. Gerardo has a patch and I, oh, s- Soursop? Yeah. Soursop. Soursop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My perspective on fruit is what can I use in a flower arrangement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, is yeah. it spicy? We grew up
0: uh, eating fruit also different ways. Like we add uh, tajin and salsa to our watermelon.
1: Yes, I noticed that. Which yeah. a lot
0: of people, they think is gross because it's super sweet. Like, it's actually gross. rehydrating, and isn't it? And it's delicious.
1: Yeah.
0: We eat a lot of jicama, cucumbers, mm-hmm. you know. I love jicama. Yeah. So anything, uh, pineapple, we eat it. Even though after what happened to me when I eat pineapple, yeah. If I eat pineapple, I can't eat anything else because it just, it tastes bland.
1: Yeah. Well, I it. I love pineapple. I can't eat it anymore either. The no? vermilion at it has mm. me, it makes me have an acid situation. So, but that's <laughs> enough, you know?
0: <laughs> but if you guys have like fruit trees and you guys don't want to see your fruit in the ground just give me a call like it's the, it's the only time that i feel like a mexican picking grapes over there and picking you know fruit you know i always tell I my, bring friend, my friend my uh, friend jim has a bunch of plums like sugar plums elephant uh heart yeah and then you know peaches and i go out there and i just oh man just picking them too picking them and put them That's in fun. my bag i go home wash them and then i eat them it's so delicious
1: oh gerardo i see how the story ends when you're older it's like the godfather you're sitting also, in your garden <laughs> eating your fruit
0: anyway also one person that really makes the best peach pie and I have to give a shout out Mr. is to Cutler. my friend Judge Cutler
1: I know I, I'm not gonna wow. lie I wanted to bring him in here to wow. help us interview you Gerardo yeah, he had a but meeting. instead of probably like the hour and a half we're already at <laughs> It would have been three hours. So with that, I think we're going to bring it to an end. And I just want to give it happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. Thank you for sharing your story and stories about where you came from, where you're going and what you're doing.
0: Thank you. My story would have been longer. It would be like a six hour thing or more. I have a yeah, lot. of
1: I, You got a lot of stories. I
0: have to admit, I, I really miss a guy from Sonoma. His name is Francisco, who just left. And Francisco he used to work Kilgore. in a radio station. No. And... He had a great idea to go and talk to people who work in the vineyards and stuff and yeah. get their stories. And we really want to do that. I hope here he comes back and we can continue that with him. Because yeah. I thought it was amazing just trying to get people's stories so people can listen. Not just my story, but everybody else's stories. There's yeah. so many stories here in Sonoma that people should listen. They're cool and fun. And
1: I agree and i also think that you should lead up when you have the time the kids are a little bit more established in school he did hello sonoma and i know you guys wanted to do hola sonoma and there's definitely a need to have the voice of (laughs) the majority of people that live here on the radio on podcasts and that sort of thing so i can't wait to hear more yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah. well thank you molly thank you takashi all right all right
1: thank you gerardo